put your website to work while you play. A website works 24-7, so no matter where you are or what you're doing, people can still find you online. Start building your website today at GoDaddy.com. It starts with a .com domain. Enter promo code 199MYLF, that's 199MILF, at checkout to get your .com for just $1.99. Some limitations apply. See website for details. everybody, I'm Sophie and welcome to MILF Talk, Make Your Life Fabulous. We like to talk about anything around here, from parenting and money issues to sex and dating. Lots of stuff. Today we're talking man-woman communication type stuff, which is one of my favorite things. I prefer sex. I, but okay, whatever you want. Maybe whatever a little talking do. before the sex might help, a little communicating, what? You know, whatever. Anyway, what yeah. for? So, okay, okay. So, so, you know, hopefully you might learn a little something along the way, not from Tom. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I'm a psychologist, life coach, and mother of two, author of MILF 101, Make Your Life Fabulous. You can find that on Amazon. I'm truly uh, passionate about helping people live authentic and joyful lives. So please mm-hmm. hit me up for some my advice and email me at makeyourlifefabulous at gmail.com. Do it now. I love questions, so send me them. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm really happy to be able to offer you a free workbook. I've been working on this for a while now. I'm also trying to keep... The mass is over here settled. All right. Anyway, I've been working on this for a while now. God, this is going to be it's going to be going to be work today. It's, be um, uh, it's called uh-huh. God, I can't even focus. Goal Setting and Life Rescripting Workbook. Okay, um, I introduced the idea of rescripting in MILF 101, but you don't have to read MILF 101 to understand it because I include a version of the chapter in there, and so it kind of stands on its own. And it's really cool. So it's a really good tool. It'll help you through this process, and you can start on your own. Um, getting clarity and setting goals and figuring out what you want your life to look like. And it's free. Wait, how much did you say it costs? It's free. Oh, you're killing so me, Larry. Go to, <laughs> so go to makeyourlifefabulous.com and enter your email and you'll get a link to your free workbook. I'm flanked by men today, which is, you know, why my job happy. is going to be so hard. But oh, I love it. I oh, love it. Oh. I know. I love it. I love it. Uh, on my left... I've got the quickly becoming too famous to hang out with me, Todd Anderson in the peanut hey, gallery. Super famous. On my right, I have uh, my handsome and well-educated guest today. It is someone both men and women are going to want to listen to. He was here actually a few months ago, and we want to know more. So he's been a therapist in private practice for 12 years. He's probably 13 now. Mm-hmm. Um, and is in the business of saving marriages by working with husbands. His colleagues have been known to call him the husband whisperer. Oh, that's awesome. Isn't that awesome? And so, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Ken Newelt. Woo! Hello, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Or should I, wait, wait, should I say, how do you think your day is going today? Is that a little less feely? Is that better? Yes, that's, that's, that's less. That's very much more on point. <laughs> <laughs> Although my corpus callosum is have very heavily developed, so it's really you oversharing. Me, you're gonna. Thank okay. you. <laughs> so when you say you're in the business oh, it's of saving be one marriages, of those days. yes, it is. When you say you're in the business of saving marriages by working with husbands, yeah. we're not saying that like you're fixing the husbands and that it's all their fault or anything. Men are generally underrepresented and need like some coaching before marriage counseling. Exactly. Right? In okay. fact, in fact, you know, one of the things we talked about last time was this 
pattern of distress that I was noticing in, in men in the practice. Yes. And um, what, what's coming up for them is a certain series of symptoms that uh, seem to be attached to dissatisfaction and, and feeling of, you know, blah, who am I in my relationship? And so a lot of the times what I'm doing with them is actually preparing them for couples therapy because they're coming in because their wife wants them to go to couples therapy mm-hmm. and they're not quite sure that they even want to do individual therapy, mm-hmm. let alone couples. So I do a lot of work with them, helping them with language, helping them to get grounded, helping them to I validate a lot of their feelings and mm-hmm. normalize a lot of things for them. So and maybe helping them figure out how to express those exactly. issues how because they use, might not have the words for them. How to transfer them as they, they we call, you were joking before about thinking. I very rarely will say, how do you feel to a guy in therapy? Mm-hmm. I will say, well, what do you think about that? What's your reaction to that? Um, how did you think that might go? How did you expect that to go? Mm-hmm. I talk about things that are basically cerebral, and then I will point out to them that what they're actually using are feeling words, and it makes them more comfortable. It's a little bit of a slower introduction, and they get, you know, they get used to it, and and uh, get them prepared for doing personal work or couples or couple therapy. Because yeah. you know, chicks, we're kind of trained to talk about our feelings. You know, like we yeah, just kind of do it train, all day long. Train. You have to trick train. men. Well, I mean, we're. Yeah. Well, it's, it's wiring. wiring. I mean, that, well, I mean, I know there's yeah, there's See, wiring. She won't stop talking. No, she won't. About her feelings. About her feelings. Mostly. Yes, we are wired <laughs> that way, and we really grow up that way, just talking about our feelings constantly. And apparently, I talk too much. So <laughs> you gentlemen, just go ahead. How do you think you feel about that? I'm sorry. How do you feel about that? Yeah, help me. Did you hear that? <laughs> How do you think you feel about that? How do you think you feel about that? I love that. I love that. You know, we could just end here. That would be a good t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. We could just end that here. on your website. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make those and see if they sell. <sighs> so she said to him, she says, how do you think you feel about that? <laughs> see? Yeah. You have to say and see. he said, uh, see. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get a sandwich and, and uh, I'll come back I think in. I'm hungry. <laughs> I, wanna, I feel like I think I want to watch TV. So, yeah. <laughs> or a horror movie. <laughs> right. So, um, so you have see, you seen Saw Six? Honey, no. I have not seen. <laughs> Is that the oh one? Oh my that's god! In 3D? If you heard the show prior, like last week's, you would be like, "No, she hasn't seen Saw Six. She won't even look at the cover of the DVD." Like yeah, I know, I will have nothing to do with that. Okay, he loves that shit. I love it. Yeah, great. This is something love. we disagree on, but can still love each other as <laughs> yeah. friends. Okay, so talk to me about how these... Okay, well, well, I have one question, though, yeah. before this. Yeah. Um, so do you get a lot of people coming in as a couple and then you sort of suggest that maybe you do some sessions separately or do you kind of get the man sort of stumbling in going, I'm not sure why I'm here? I get a, you know what? That's a really good question. I get a little bit of everything. Sometimes okay. I will actually get... The wives or the girlfriends calling on behalf of mm-hmm. their partner, yeah. uh, trying to do a little exploring and feeling me out and deciding whether or not you know they can get their guy to go to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also get men who are just absolutely at their wit's end that are looking for a therapist at one o'clock in the morning and they're you know mm-hmm. doing the computer thing. Um, I get couples that come in and then usually when couples come in, they're uh, he's dragged in. Mm, you know, yeah. so I'm prepared for that because we're very rare uh, in rare instances is the guy who says, you know, honey, let's go. And let, there are, it happens with domestic violence cases, but that's something else. Yeah. But let's go into couples therapy. It's usually the female partner. 
And more often than not, they're used to going into couples counseling with a female therapist. Right. And that can right. be a really different experience mm-hmm. because we do do things differently. And yeah. so how how do question. how does that how do you do things different? Well, you know, she was joking about it before about the the language is really is really a big thing because if, you know, therapists will talk about feelings. Mm-hmm. They'll say how did that make you feel? And very often you get the, re- the deer in the headlights reaction because men well, I'm not going to get into the bra- biology of the brain, but um, it's easier for us to think about solutions than it is to connect feelings and thoughts. And he's and moving his finger. I'm over moving his my head fingers right here, across my head. See, men, the brain. men think from men think from back to front, and women think from side to side when it goes into any kind of solution, kind of an issue. So both um, are valid. Both are valid, and sometimes we meet in the middle because um, that's just what happens. We'll actually have a moment of bing communication. Right. But um, for the most part, uh, there is a difference because in, in therapy with females, uh, female therapists, they'll, they'll be asked about their, their feelings and men will naturally feel cornered because they've got now two women asking them how yeah. they feel oh, about things. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the language I use is, well, as I was saying before, what was your reaction to what she said? What did you think of that situation? How might that have gone differently? So the other thing, too, is that men tend to be very visceral in their language Mm -hmm. when they talk in therapy, like, you rip my heart out, Mm -hmm. you know, you might as well just tear my head off my shoulders, you know, things like this. And um, Speaking of Saw 6. Speaking of (laughs) Saw 6, and you've got, (laughs) right, exactly. Well, but that's interesting because you were asking always, always, it's a callback around here all the time. Right, always. So what you were saying, though, which is very interesting because you then point out to them that they're using feeling words is that you might ask them a cerebral mm-hmm. question, exactly. but they actually, when not uh, feeling uh, pressured to answer an emotional question, they actually answer with feelings. pretty clear feelings, a they pretty can come clear up with, expression of their feelings. They, they'll, they'll come up with a general mm-hmm. feeling word, and then I will try to help them narrow it down or mm-hmm. break it down <clears> into, well, okay, you were feeling frustrated what was it that was frustrating, mm-hmm. and so so forth? But um, so anyway, that's that's really the difference between uh, sometimes going into a situation with a female therapist and a male therapist. And the, uh, you know, it, I'm speaking for myself truly because I know that there are a number of male therapists that do go right to the feelings words, and this is just what I found works really, really well for my population. Yeah, well, I think I think you're drawn. I think you know when you really do want help, you're kind of drawn to the right person. You know, you, mm-hmm. you find the right teacher essentially mm-hmm. in life, and I think you're agreed. But I do think that um, your approach with men and with couples is so important because I do think, like stereotypically, you could say, "Oh, the women are dragging them into couples therapy because they want you to fix him and change him," but I also I think yes. I yes, but I also <laughs> think that they really what they really want is to connect with him. They want to both be plugged into the household. They do want they do want to feel heard and understood and they and they really on some level want to know how to understand their husband. So but there is a desire to fix the relationship and not just him. Yes, the word is definitely there, sometimes with a small F, sometimes with a capital F. Yeah. But for a guy, when he's dragged into, quote-unquote, dragged into therapy, mm-hmm. he immediately sees himself 
I better stop talking with my hands. He immediately <laughs> sees himself. Um, if I smack you, I'm really sorry. It's all good. Um, he immediately. I'm not really sees into that though. Just for the record. <laughs> okay, okay go ahead. He imme- that's too bad. He immediately <laughs> sees himself oh as um, I don't know uh, as being damaged. You know, he's perceiving yes. that something he's needs the to be fixed patient. about. He's the IP. Something needs to be fixed about him. The focus is on him. And so even though it may be just about learning how to connect, mm-hmm. for him it's perceived as, I need to be fixed. Right. Of mm-hmm. course. Right. Yes. And so, and, but I think that you're able to approach that and ex- like sort of expand on mm-hmm. what needs to happen without really calling her out too hard on that, and right. you know, she keeping keeping everybody feeling like they can be there. Ab- no, that's safely. absolutely true. I mean, I, I I wouldn't want anybody to think that that she's pathologized because of you know she's bringing him in to be fixed. Yeah, to yeah. be <laughs> fixed. Um, but I think it's just about communication breakdown and and finding the common, you know, getting to what the issues are. Mm-hmm. And um, and then going from there so they can communicate with each other. Yeah. Well, you have a, a little project here that I you do. Want to work I on. do. Okay, okay, you so know, one of the something. things. One of the things. What's that, happening? I don't know. I'm surprised. What too. is I, happening, I you guys? Very this exciting. Is, okay. Oh, this is so <laughs> exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to do a radio show where I act something out. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Milf Talk Theater. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Um, okay. Well, we've talked about the topic, and there's so much to talk about with regard to why good men leave. And one of the things I'd like to review is we've we've discussed this before is the things that men really really need. She's already laughing. Sorry. <laughs> why good men leave makes why her laugh. Good, why? Or good is she no. reading the script? She's reading no, the script. No, I'm sorry. Of I'm I thought it was a cold reading. Sorry, 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 sorry. Hey, you're okay. cheating. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Cheating. Jesus. Um, I only read a couple of men, men, men need some very basic things in a relationship to feel good. Like, like blowjobs. That's on For the sure. list. That's um, number but, one. But right? that's 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 <laughs> part of that's part of actually feeling desired by your partner. Ah, that's yeah. right. And feeling desired by your partner and so is going downtown, like, by the way. It's right, thank you. No better way to make you feel wanted. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Go ahead. Right. We take the never mind. Yeah, okay. So uh, yes, that's exactly true. It's about being desired. It's about being admired and respected. Mm-hmm. And they also need to feel like they can protect their partner if the situation arises and that they can provide for their partner. Now, protecting may be going out in the middle of the night when it's dark and with a broomstick and finding out what that noise is out Or there. something as simple as, which my boyfriend always insists of doing, is he walks on the curb. Yeah, he walks on the curb. So the he horse and carriage will splash oh, him. Oh, that's, that's right. Sweet. Yeah. That's so the, yes. the, the horse and carriage will splash it, mud sure, sure. onto... That is, the, that is the little simple bits of chivalry yeah. that satisfy both people. I feel... What I, if... I it's not like I can't walk on the curb. No, I do that too. it makes him feel good. Chivalrous. To what do you do Do though? the right thing and protect me that way. What do you do when you're dealing with the going out and finding out that the, what the noise is? And you, as a man, when you discover the possum growling at you in the garage, <laughs> scream in a really high-pitched way and run out of the garage going, Possum! 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 
and your wife is standing on the back porch laughing hysterically at your reaction to a possum. Mm -hmm. You like, give what? her the broomstick and uh -huh. send her in the garage. Okay, good. Okay, good. I did the right thing. I just wanted to make sure I did the right thing. Thank you. There we go. Okay. Validated. So, See that? I validated. Right. You totally did. You well totally done. did. Yes. So, so, yeah. So I thought we'd talk a little bit about why good men leave and in the con in the connection in connection with what they actually need in their relationship. So what I did was I wrote out a couple of all of them. Yeah, well there's only okay. three or four. Should we just do them all shorties. in a row and then talk about them or should we do one and then well, talk about it? Well, after at the end of each one there are some comments. There's so a little discussion. There's a little it's little okay. bit of discussion. Like but um, these are reenactment of real arguments that have been presented to me in in session mm -hmm. by couples or related to me by the husband and then we processed afterwards how it left that party feeling, believe me. Okay. okay, clear okay. it up, clear the Got throat. it, got it, I'm ready. Okay, so now the first one is a situation where he has done the laundry without being asked to surprise her. Okay? He's, he's, he's done, done the, the laundry. laundry. She didn't ask him to do the laundry, but he's done the laundry mm -hmm. to surprise her while she was out. And she comes in and she says, Robert, for heaven's sake, why are the towels folded like that? Um, how do you fold towels? You don't. They won't fit in the closet unless you roll them. Don't tell me you've never noticed. And he responds with silence. Yeah, because he did, did the I laundry. Okay? Did I do okay? You were great, exactly. but like, you're a horrible wife. Well, <laughs> no, you see, this is your... <laughs> oh, this, is, this is about the subtlety of this, because to her it really wasn't a big deal to make the comments that she made? Sure. Right, like, don't tell me you've never noticed. Right. I mean, However, they're always rolled. You always go and get a rolled towel from the cabinet. Sure. Right. See, how I come totally you don't know notice. how to run with this, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, you know how to go with this yeah. one. But, but the bottom line is, he's left feeling inept, mm -hmm. feeling disrespected, mm -hmm. unappreciated, and finally, he's been sideswiped mm -hmm. by that last comment of, don't tell me you've never noticed. That was an absolute sideswipe. Yeah, that was rough. And so that was bad rough. enough... So if he Think before you talk. Yeah, really. Come you know on. that every time you go to the cupboard, Todd, when you get a towel, <laughs> it's rolled and not folded. Every day of your life. For what? 11 years? Yeah. And okay. maybe I never <laughs> liked it that way. Okay. I was trying to change things. See? Maybe, see? You had an agenda. Okay, go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is out of control. <laughs> okay. okay. In, in, in scenario number two... <laughs> His parents have offered to buy that wait, the wait, couple. Wait, 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 wait. So, what? wait, so, 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 what? so, how, what would be a better way for me to respond? Right? Okay, why don't, what why is, don't we improvise how that? How would you, how would you have liked that to go, Ken? Or Robert? How? <laughs> <laughs> or Robert, you're Robert. How would you know? Yeah. How would that's you my like middle name. I it's weird if you call name. me by my okay. middle name. Um, oh, that's right. Okay, um, okay. go. How would I like to that to have gone? Yeah, how would you I, like I to would have liked, if I were Robert, I certainly would have liked the acknowledgement that I had. Because you know what? So if this is the way men show their love in their relationships. It's the little things like this that they do to try to show that they're thinking of their partner. But that's to say that the laundry is not your job at all and that you're doing it as a special thing. So no. why isn't it why is it special that you've done the laundry? No, we're not talking about it being special that we did the laundry. We're mm -hmm. talking about it special that he wasn't asked to do something and he did it. So uh, this but is I can not see about the I'm just I mean I'm I'm with you, okay? But I can see the argument being like 
I shouldn't have to ask. He's not a child. He's a grown-up in the house with responsibilities to do laundry. I know. Penis, done. Oh, there was was an erection problem because of the laundry? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're not talking about you, okay? (laughs) So we're talking about... (laughs) It it caused one. Right, so... So, however... However... If whenever anybody in the house does the laundry there would be a level of appreciation. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Instead of bitching about how the towels are folded. Or right? she could have said, honey, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Come back in here. Come <laughs> with me and let's talk. And she unrolls one and uh, yeah. she unfolds it and rolls it up. How was and your day? Him and, and he does yeah. it. And the mm-hmm. two of them are doing it side by side and mm-hmm. they go in the cabinet and things are fine. Right. He doesn't leave feeling like he's done something wrong, like he's been scolded, chided, embarrassed, right. etc. Um, it's a very, very simple thing, but these little things are the things that happen all the time. I'm going to throw this, the, I'm gonna throw okay, this yeah, out ahead, there really, fa- okay. really fast because uh, my wife and I have had this very problem she hates the way I fold laundry. She hates it. I don't do it well. This is I don't I do it well. Right. So here's me. what we do. Here's what we do. Here's what we do. <laughs> okay. We do our own laundry. Mm-hmm. How about that? How about that? How about we do our own laundry? Yeah. Woo! Okay. But that's see, that's two grown ups. That's why you're still married. So yeah. Uh, but here's <laughs> so here's but here's do you the thing. Do each have separate checking accounts? But here's. No, we have a joint checking account. Mm-hmm. But I do most of the house cleaning. Mm-hmm. And uh, we split the yard work. We do laundry separately. We take turns doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it works for you. Yeah. And that's what matters. Yep. Yes. They're still happy and they're still sexually active. And yeah. that's what matters. Right. So, so we're everybody's getting their needs met. But, right. here, but here in this little thing, right, there's this little magic moment here, okay, in what mm-hmm. you just said. Okay. Mm-hmm. She says, oh, sweetie, thank you so much for doing the laundry. Um, can I, you know, can I show you something? Yeah. And he comes back in. He's been thanked, so that's yeah. good, right? Would you roll them this yeah. way for me and stick them in the closet? Just so you know, um, I we actually have to roll them because that's so the only fit. way that they all fit in the closet. And so Absolutely. I, so like instead of folding it here, you just roll it from there. Absolutely. Okay. And he do you has really to, need that many to be, towels, or is know, it a really small really, closet? But here's the thing, and he has to have a strong enough ego that he can go, not have to say like. Okay, well, I guess I can't do anything right. Okay, at that point. But because but even he, if she's being nice, because some people will still respond to that way because their ego is hurt, right? Because they've been, but usually that's because it's, they've been used to getting that kind of So there's of like feedback. a history. So they already yeah. have the resentment built in, and they will, yeah. they will say in session, you know, I tried this weekend. I mm-hmm. actually did the laundry, and she still made me roll them after. So even if... It's like, because she still wants them rolled, because that's still the only way they fit into the cupboard. That's the only way they'll so. fit into the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get rid of some towels. I go through this with my daughters, to be honest with you. It's mm-hmm. like, but you always say that and you always do that. And you're, it's like, oh, okay. At some point, we need to agree that we're trying to do better right. and have some trust. Right. Right? Very mm-hmm. good. Okay, so what's the next thing here? Okay, the next one. Um, his parents <laughs> have offered them a gift of a new washer dryer. And she okay. says, I don't want your parents buying things for us. <laughs> we're adults. He's laughing because... I talked to his wife, and <laughs> I got the script from his wife. Okay. Okay. All right. And he says, it's their way of showing their love for us. We could have had a new washer dryer last year, but my income paid for the new roof. Well, then you tell them you don't want the gift. Okay. 
So now at this, why why were you laughing? I am laughing because out of the gate, Sophie's wife. What's the wife's name? I don't know. She. She. She's uh, like angry out of the gate about everything thus far. A gift. Why am I about a gift, Sophie? Because I don't want your parents buying us things like that. Why not? Because it makes me feel like I'm not a grown-up. Oh. Like I can't afford my own washer-dryer. You don't I don't like getting free way. stuff? Dude, I love well, getting free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's jacuzzi. Honey, oh this God. is the queen of swag bags. <laughs> Listen. <we can laughs> if my parents gave me anything like that, I would be so happy and, and like, so annoyed. We're totally here's spending the was. money on a vacation. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. With the message that he's getting mm-hmm. is that, especially with the roof comment, yeah. is... You you know you're not a good provider, right? Oh. right. You're not like, a good provider. Like, you should be able to buy us this washer dryer, but we had to actually even use my income, which men never do. By the way, they never say that to their spouses. I know it's very rare. Yes. What okay. it, wh- what do they not say? They they what usually women will say it was my money that bought us the carpeting. It was my money that got the house painted. It was my money that put the kid through school. Oh. It was my mo- and and Meanwhile the man's money is the default money. Right. Yeah. Exactly. The man right. is yeah. the ATM. You know he yeah. just sticks his tongue out and the car goes in. <laughs> but really? <clears throat> uh, uh, <laughs> if I could barf money, I wouldn't be talking to you people right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Sorry, gotta stay on track. Gotta stay on, stay track. on track. Stay this on track. This is totally gonna be a two-part show. We're never gonna get this done in one show. No, never. I think we will. Okay, I okay, okay. Do think we will. Okay, go. Yeah, yeah. uh, so that the bottom line is that he's left feeling resented, resentful, and he's getting the message that he's not a good provider. Right. Just in that one little exchange. And usually there's an indication, you know, for a guy he gets it. You may have said that perfectly without any anger. Mm-hmm. You know, she may have said yeah, that sure. without any anger, it still would have been felt the same way. Uh huh. So, um, why don't you stop it, Sophie? You no, know, I need to be nice to her. Just like, what gives? All right. So, um, feeling like a horrible person. Should we do number three? Yes, let's, let's do, do number three. three. Well, I guess, I guess what I wanted, I kind of wanted to look at, like, so, so the, so would the goal then to be to have her understand why. Why it hurts him. Why why it, okay. So whether, whether it's about her ultimately coming around to accept the gift or not, Mm -hmm. instead of it, maybe if he were to hear her say, it makes me feel like I'm not a full grown up if I have to ask your parents to buy me stuff. And I am a grown up because look, we have a new roof because I worked and I just need to feel like I have some efficacy. And then he still feels like he's not a good provider. Right. However, but if, if he's hearing that it's her issue about like, I need to feel like a grown up, like I, like I can, but nobody sees well, that. And is, here's your parents how do you know getting that us that's, a washer. How do you know that that's really what she's saying? Oh, I'm not. Him. I'm saying, I'm giving an, I'm giving okay. a reason, an, a, right? Another, okay, like, another because usually scenario. if some, usually hell, if somebody's going to snub a washer dryer, they got some issues. So I'm saying that there's something else about accepting that gift that embarrasses her right. or something, right? right. Okay, right. there's something about that embarrasses her. And so if you can get to that, maybe... He can, now, I don't know if they're going to accept this gift or not. This was, a tr- this was a real situation. I believe it, because it's just and too fucking weird not to be. It's, it's so. a real situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So... Um, yeah, this is why I don't work for the state. This is why. <laughs> no, no, sweetheart. There are other reasons you don't work for the state, but we won't get into those. Okay. They require security clearance. So, 
So uh, anyway, so the, it's the bottom line. The bottom line is that he's saying to her, this is their way of showing us love. Right. And, and making a gift of something. And she turned it into something else. Into some failure about herself. Of, of, or, or which he read, he didn't get it as a failure about her. Of course her. not. He took it as he a failure. He took it as yeah. a failure about him not being a good provider because right. it's really one of those key things. Well, I think I think in this situation, it kind of is twofold. It's like, I'm embarrassed, okay, because I have to accept this gift or because resentful. apparently, or resentful because we don't have enough money, which doesn't make me feel proud. And by the way, we did have enough money where I could have felt good about myself, but you weren't a good enough provider, right? Because we had to spend that money. On Thank the you. There we so are. So there's, so right. So there's, so there's, but there's multi layers. There's multi layers. Right? So I think, and and I think it's all about. This is where a therapist Your can help you. Your corpus callosum is roaring today. Go. Well, thank you. Sounds dirty. Yeah. <laughs> so. Or something uh, you should have looked at. I? <laughs> really? Is there a salve? Stop it. So. I, but what? But this is where therapy can help you. If you know, if, if couples almost always go into therapy too late. Okay, but if if when when you can when you can say what you're mad about first of all. Okay, that's like a a, a first step, right? What a therapist can do is to help you kind of figure out the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Of those things and help you kind of understand. Like it, it, that's what helps you not repeat the fight. Correct. For fifteen years, is Correct. you go. Oh, that button that you have when I talk about that is really not about me. That's about this over here, right. and 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 you may or may not ever get over that. Right. And so at at a certain point, I have to be like, ah, oh, fuck, I triggered you. I'm sorry. I get it. Like, I'm sorry. You know, like that's you just, extremely mature you, and it, and aware. Uh, you know. Yes, and it's and it's very difficult to do because usually when you trigger somebody, they kind of say nasty shit to you, and it's kind of hard to let it mm-hmm. go. It's really hard. And and I want you to remember that, that this is comes under the the headline of you know I put this under why good men leave, and this yes. is really about the kind of messages that men get and hear sometimes very subtly yes about them being ineffective not good providers um a couple the, there's another good example coming up okay i don't want to bash feminism and we won't go on about this too long okay because i don't like to get political anyway okay but here's something that i feel is at the root of some of this is that if women are so determined to insist that they don't need providing for and protection Mm-hmm. And they're missing the chemical subtleties of a mm-hmm. man's need to do that, the mm-hmm. wiring to do that. Mm-hmm. And I also think they kind of miss out on the joy of being protected and provided for, mm-hmm. even if it's just like, like, if I needed a blanket, mm-hmm. I would, the, Mark would be like up and getting it for me. That's a blanket, you know, but that's sure. like what he does because that's his feeling of like, here, I want to provide mm-hmm. this for you. Okay. It's as simple as that. It doesn't mean that you have to be dependent on a man enslaved, you know, by the money. <laughs> this is like a, a chemical dance dance that mm-hmm. if, if you're resisting, you, God, you miss out on so much intimacy. It just Absolutely makes me sad. Correct. Like these exa- these simple, simple examples, they actually make me sad. That's what the next one well, actually I, deals I don't think with. that's... Not to be political, but I don't huh. think that that's an anti-feminist sentiment at all. <laughs> okay. No, I, I, I mean, just, I, do, I really I, don't. Okay. Well, thank you. I, I mean, mean, I, I, th- th- I don't... Fem- feminists are feminine 
It's not about everybody becoming men. Because there's an extreme in everything. And like I said, I don't want to spend too much time on this. There's, there is an extreme in everything. And, and when you go way deep into that message, there is this sort of like, we can have babies and survive and do all this stuff without men. And men are sort of thought of as completely do you, dispensable. Do you remember the t-shirt? Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but a woman without a man is like a fish without a bicycle. Oh my God! I do. That I think was I do the remember 70s. that. That was at the height of the feminist movement, and they were. I grew up in New York. I lived in New York. Everywhere oh. I looked, there was a woman in the. God, that you said makes me mad. Okay. Because I, because you know, I have this. There's a because whole other podcast. Because fish ride bicycles. Yes. Yeah. That's unless, the point. of course, they That's have training wheels. Yeah. Right. But um, <laughs> circus fish. Circus <laughs> fish. <laughs> circus fish. So yes, and, but that's. But I do think there's a, right there's a little intimacy. bit of underlying. Um, a dispensability of of men and God missing out on so much of this this intimacy Sophie, that could be taking this place. This is exactly what they're talking about when they come into therapy. They feel dispensable. Right. They feel like my wife works. She makes forty thousand dollars more a year than I do. Um, what's my she, role? What's my role? Uh, you know, what am I supposed to do? Am I just the guy that drags out the garbage and brings in the cans? I can't even get my teenage sons to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so men are and feeling. I'm not having any sex. Disenfranchised. Usually, right? Absolutely yeah. not having sex. Yeah. Absolutely. Probably most of these couples that come in are not had sex. A lot. In a while. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, and, you know, and and you can you can tell almost immediately what's what the level of intimacy is mm. when a couple comes in the room. Okay, so we got another and one. Speaking of speaking of. <gasps> See, that's what this one. This one is about. This third example is. Is this going to get graphic? Should I block my eyes? Block your eyes? Okay. Maybe just take. I already took my jacket off. off. I could take something else off. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Maria is blushing. There are no cameras in here, right? No. Okay. Um, He has attempted to be affectionate several times in the past week. Okay, and it starts with him saying to her, "Is everything okay with us?" What do you mean? Well, I don't know. I tried to kiss you when we were doing the dishes yesterday and the day before, and you snapped at me. Your timing is just bad. Well, lately, it seems like it's always bad. (sighs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So That was very good. So... Um, And the Oscar goes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, so... Here's another situation yes. where it was very quick, could not be quicker, just a few seconds. And what's happened is one of those things that men need so desperately to feel desired by their partner, he's completely shattered by this, by her saying that your timing is always bad. Not only that, but it's also getting the message that he's lousy at reading her needs. Right. He can't figure her out. He doesn't understand her. It may not be the case at all, but this is he's feeling really bad. I, I don't know why it's so okay to reject men all the time. And I'm not saying that you have to have sex you don't want to have. But I really think that women forget that men are actually sort of, sort of, I shouldn't say sort of, men are born with the same set of emotions that we are actually. Like mm-hmm. they experience rejection and they right, experience right. insecurity and all of those things. And yes, they can even be insecure in their relationship with you, their mm-hmm. wife, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So this idea of kind of you only get affection on my terms and when I'm ready for it. And if, and if not, forgive me for adding this layer if it's not appropriate for some but if not you're kind of invading 
my space or assuming that you get something from me just because I'm your wife. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a little bit of that, like, really? Do you, well, do this, you are you entitled to my affection? This comes from what you were talking about before, about that whole idea of, you know, the equality of, well, no, wait a minute, just because you want something... Right doesn't mean that I want it. Right. And I don't want it now. And if, you know... And I oh my God, if he did the same the, thing, the last time, all hell would break loose. <laughs> the last time that... Uh, <clears throat> Beware the feminine I was laugh. on your show, the last time yes. I think we talked about that there, I believe we talked about, there are more than one way of having sex. I mean, yes. there's, you know, there's making love, there are quickies, there are dunk, stop, stop. So, stop. Okay, okay. so, so there are all these different ways of, of, of being intimate. And what happens sometimes after marriage or a long time in a relationship, mm-hmm. uh, you you start to get into a pattern, mm-hmm. and so if you stray if, off the pattern, and you stray off the grid, mm-hmm, yeah. and the husband's nuzzling you while you're doing the dishes. She's thinking, uh, you know, I don't know, I'm really not. It's going to take me 45 minutes to even get like even get to the mental place where he's at, and yeah. he may not even be wanting that at all. So there's a lot of that, too, that goes on where he's just being affectionate and Mm -hmm. it's like, stop what you're doing because I think you're going to want it to lead to something else. And that may not necessarily be the case. Right. And I think you have to kind of, you have to, like, if you're not in the mood to be hugged in that moment, like, just like when you Stab him with the fork. Right. (laughs) When, look, I mean, there's, my kids want a lot of affection from me. My my 11 year old will still like throw herself on me to the point where I'm like, don't like, she literally chipped her tooth on my shoulder once, you know? Oh my God. And, no, I'm saying she's just like, mommy. And she's like, throws her dancing. And yeah, so she, sharp shoulders. <laughs> sharp so, um, I think she just hits off teeth. Okay. Really? But, um, <laughs> But, you know, she like wants to, she wants to cut and uh, lucky me that my kids still love me and they yeah. want, you know, and sometimes I'm in the middle of something and I don't want to stop a hug, but I do because I love them and I want them to feel loved and I want them to feel like it's okay to ask me for affection. Sure. And I, and again, we're talking about a relationship in which you entered into that was, you know, theoretically an affectionate relationship and it's not unreasonable to expect affection, right? So I'm not saying like compromise yourself and no. do stuff you don't want to do. But my God, like respond as though mm-hmm. it's a nice thing that they're asking for. And I, and I see what you're talking about giving all you, the time. Whether they're giving you. Do. Yeah. I, you know, I see it all the time and I hear about it all the time. And it's just really to argue, yes. uh, argue on uh, the side of the lady who might spurn those advances. If it's a situation where he isn't giving that affection that isn't necessarily motivated by sex ever, ever. ever. Right. Yes. So the course. only time he does that, mm. the nibbling on the neck is cause he wants to get right. to the other thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe right. she, she has a point. Yes. That's all I'm yes. saying. Yes. And then we've talked about this. You yeah. have to kind of like, got to like, uh, what, what we call it? You gotta, <laughs> stoke you gotta the fires stoke a little the bit. Fires you know, you all like, the time. Keep yeah. the keep, yeah. Keep Absolutely. the keep the yes. fires going. But I do think when you're stoking the fires and you get kind of pushed away, pushed away, yeah, yeah. get burned. Know? You can't stoke the fires and get burned. It's right. not going to happen. That's true. Okay, we got uh, one more, one more. And I think we, we have do one this. more, okay. and yes. this is where he has unloaded the groceries from the car while his wife is changing their toddler. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she comes in and says... Oh, my God. Are you crazy? What? Andrew, we have a toddler. You don't put grocery bags on the kitchen table. They could easily fall off onto Madison's head. There is one bag on the table, and it's paper towels, and the rest are on the floor. You just don't get it. Okay. 
So <laughs> I am this is, such yeah, a bitch. One of those. Yeah, you're, yeah. you are being unreasonable. This is, right <laughs> <laughs> this, this is just another one of those moments. But I mean, can you hear? Uh, and and many of us recognize these. <laughs> what are you doing? Sorry, just getting shit ready. She's stretching. Um, it's it's another one of those moments where a guy gets a message like, "Well, crap, you know, I can't even." Now she's accusing me of being endangering your child, endangering our child, yes. and being thoughtless. And you know, forget about the fact that I'm trying to be helpful and participate in what's going on here. Right. So um, I'm just being a dad. Again, I'm yeah. just I'm just what the paper towels hitting Madison. On, I mean, it's you know. So anyway, um, yeah, it's another one of the situations. And and again, the heading on this was why good men leave because there's a lot of this going on very subtly all the time that a wife may not get the signal or the husband may not get the idea that. Therapy, couples therapy might be helpful for them. Right, because this is actually up. this These is actually helpful stuff. Up. Because these are probably two people that are well meaning. Absolutely right? correct. And and you know, I, I do I think don't know about the paper towel lady. I gotta be honest. That last one <laughs> I <laughs> think she's being ridiculous. That she's well, being, she's a little high strong. No, no, oh, no, no, okay, no, 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 sorry. I, sorry. I, I want I, I know I happen to know the parents mm-hmm. in this particular scenario. Okay. And she is um, just a really, what I would consider a very normal, protective mom. She, she's the one who is has to remind dad sometimes that your computer wires cannot lay across the floor. Right. Um, we've got a toddler. Put, you know, so she's more aware. Um, moms and dads work with kids differently. They yes. carry them differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, they think about them in the world differently. Uh, I have seen, I saw him with my own eyes last weekend, there was a guy who had his four-year-old or five-year-old daughter in the swing at the park, and she had one of those little metal bars going across. So she was in a secure swing, and she's swinging, and he was standing next to her on his iPhone. And he was scrolling messages, and his wife came along and was hysterical about how high she was swinging in this thing and that he was endangering her Mm. so she comes from a place of protecting my child and the husband comes from or the father comes to the place of let my child experience the world Mm -hmm. this is why when kids fall men don't necessarily react dads don't react the same way that mothers do Mm -hmm. and i've seen fights about this Mm -hmm. where how come how come it doesn't bother you that he just tripped and fell in the living room and the, you know, whatever. Yeah, somebody told me when, uh, before I had my first child, they said the difference, you, you, you're going to find out the difference between your parenting is how close to the edge is too close to the edge. Like, that's that's what's going to, oh. that's you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what sure. you're going to figure out is different about your your parenting, you know. Uh-huh. And, um, and I think, you know, and I think that's valid, but I think that what is important to remember is that these things... Can, if if two people have goodwill and they just sort of find themselves slowly kind of breaking each other down without really having that intent to break each other down, they just kind of don't understand. Like if you're just going, I just don't understand why he does this. Then maybe if that's what you keep saying, maybe you need a third party to help you figure that out. Because if you really do care, 
and you really do want to understand it and you don't want to be angry all the time, then I think that you actually can get help and solve these issues. Absolutely. You Especially know? at but this over, stage. If you wait too long, right. you tear somebody down long enough. Right. And this goes both ways, male and female. You know, like you can keep somebody small Absolutely. or, you know, disregard them. Um, I think, you know, you, there, is a, there is a point of no return, I think, sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just, there's just too much. You know when that is, so, so, Sophie, that's when respect is gone. Yeah. When the respect is gone in a marriage or in a relationship, it's, it's really very, very difficult to restore it or get it yeah. to, you know. Well, especially when it's, it's you know, for, for many people, they feel like it's just a lot easier to go find somebody else that respects exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> you know? uh, respect, appreciate you know? someone that, that sees me that is as okay capable, with the way, sees me as, yeah. Sees me and loves yeah. me for the way that I am, not for some raw material that mm-hmm. they thought they married. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and like I said, I think this can go both ways for bo- both genders, but I do think that the scenario that you're talking about is, um, is, is obviously very common. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I really think that if we can, you know, if we can understand, if men and women can understand each other more and they can understand each other's style of communication, then these little things will, well, they'll, they, they'll, they just won't do these tiny little drops of damage along the way. And the, the level of intimacy that you can achieve if you let a man be a man and let a woman be a woman, and I don't mean some like who earns the money shit, <laughs> I mean chemically, then the, just it's amazing. Mm-hmm. That man-woman chemistry intimacy is just, it's a beautiful dance. And I, I want everybody to have it. We want everybody to dance. <laughs> I want everybody to dance. Yeah. That's what this is all about. <laughs> People dancing. Well, one, one more point on this, and yes. that is that um, in each of these situations, I've been really clear about where the, um, what the guy is feeling. I've, I've articulated what the man is feeling. Mm-hmm. In these cases, though, he's not being, he's not intellectualizing this. He's not thinking that, He's not thinking that um, I'm feeling resentment or I'm feeling I'm not feeling heard. He's just getting angry. Right. Yes. Because so what you have is a situation where his anger and resentment is building mm-hmm. without even really necessarily understanding what it is he's reacting to. Sure. And so with that. Right, because he's not clear that he's he hasn't put it in his head. He hasn't figured it out in his head that he's feeling minimized. Or that right. He, he might not even. He doesn't put it to words. He's right. just he's just having the experience of getting angry or being upset and not necessarily understanding. What do you what do it's they about. do they is there is there like a phrase that they often say that kind of do they say like you don't respect me or I mean is there kind of a common you piss me off you piss me off oh wow even more general yeah. oh wow mm-hmm. interesting she okay. pis- she pisses she me pisses off. me She's off bitch. and you know. Yeah. And and it's simply because he's frustrated because he doesn't know how to say back to her. He doesn't know how to say back to her. Honey, that didn't feel really good. Right. Because I I meant, you know, I meant well with that. And because he doesn't and because he's just getting angry, that's when you start to get the distance. And that's when you start to have the communication breakdown. And that's when they need to come into counseling. Mm. You hear that, people? Yeah. Read the signs. Read the signs. There you go. Go see Ken. Hey, Ken, how do we find you? Um, you can email me mm-hmm. at uh, kennewelt at AOL.com. That's K-E-N-N-E-W-E-L-T at AOL.com. You can also go to my website, kenmft.com. That's K-E-N-M-F-T dot com. Fabulous. And um, my office number is 818-242-0600. Okay. 
Awesome. And that's and you're in Sherman Oaks, California. I'm in Sherman yes. Oaks. And Todd, tell us. Um, you should watch the show You're the Worst. You should watch All about healthy relationships. You should watch the movie <laughs> Fuzz Track City and you should watch the Film Pigs web series on Geek Nation. Fantastic. And those and will solve all your relationship all your problems. Relationship oh, problems. No, I don't know. What about <laughs> Saw 6? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll yeah, help. And watch Saw okay, 6. Yeah. Yeah. You're going right, to ask you can me a find question me. Does anybody care how to find me? Does anybody care? I do. Yeah, I, do. Okay, I feel kind of unheard. I mean, I, I, yeah. Well, yeah. Where are you when you're listen, not here? Listen to her. And the paper towels on are Facebook. on the floor. It's Sophie Venable. Please <laughs> like me. You can find my book, MILF 101, on Amazon. And get your free workbook free at MakeYourLifeFabulous.com. You really should get it because it's free. Yes. Thank you both again for being here. I think. Thanks for having and us. And that's our show for today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. <laughs> <laughs>